Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step-by-step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media, and exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today. And then you get to join me on Zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there. And I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. How many seconds, possibly minutes, but more likely seconds, has it been since you have found yourself in the comparison cycle on social media? Like, honestly, like, be honest with yourself. Has it been, like, 14 seconds, 14 minutes? Or was that just like earlier today? Like this idea of every time we jump on Instagram, right? You open the app, you're like, I just want to see what's going on in the world. And then before you know it, your brain is caught in this reaction to seeing somebody else's post of a beautiful wedding that they created or seeing a picture of somebody's super cute and clean studio or seeing a positive review that your competition has received, or even seeing maybe like some of your favorite designers who are now working with some of these like uber premium, luxury, amazing ingredients, right? And you feel yourself kind of fall into a pile of goo on the floor. And your brain comes back to that forever, never ending dialogue of, I'm not good enough. I'll never be able to figure it out oh wow, she's so lucky. She's so talented. Her dog is so much cuter than mine. Her baby is so much cuter than mine. She's so much further ahead in her business. If any of those thoughts have ever occurred to you, in fact, my love, if they have occurred to you in the last 14 seconds, (laughs) 
I will let you know that that is completely normal. That, my friend, is how your brain is programmed to behave. And this might be good or bad news. Those thoughts are never going to go away. Literally. Our brain is wired for comparison. Our primitive brain is sitting here wanting to make sure that we feel like we belong, right? That we are part of a tribe, that we have a community around us, that we are physically safe, and your brain is on the lookout for all of the bad, all of the fear. So it's going to go out of its way to find all the things that are different to what you're doing right now. So I wanted to introduce this concept to you that I have called productive versus unproductive comparison as a florist, literally. Productive versus unproductive comparison. Now, what is comparison? I think most of us know, like we certainly know the feeling that's created when we compare our businesses, our experience, our lives, and our general being to somebody else's. (laughs) But the actual act of comparing is putting two things next to each other so that we can spot the differences or identify the similarities. We're going to put two things side by side so that we can spot the differences or the similarities. Now, here's the thing that would be really helpful to remember or to be really helpful to be taught when we were younger. Because you are a human being, your primitive brain is going to be on the lookout for all of the differences. That's literally what it's scanning the horizon for. And it's so powerful and can be incredibly dangerous depending on your level of awareness when you are consuming social media or even just media in general. Most humans aren't walking around with the awareness of really understanding what the social media platforms are trying to do and how the human brain works, right? And we're kind of just accepting that comparison is a part of the process and we just have to stay stuck. But once you start to understand and separate out, okay, this is how my brain is programmed to work. There is nothing wrong with you. And this is how the floral design industry needs to market their services. You can then kind of get yourself out of the extreme, unproductive comparison spiral. Now, if you were to literally like grab your phone, right? Grab your phone and jump onto Instagram and just take a few seconds to scroll and then start to watch your brain. After a few seconds, after a minute, your brain and the internal dialogue that's going on in there, like you can literally start to see your brain comparing your current reality to somebody else's presentation on Instagram. And I've just tried this. And literally, here are my thoughts. Oh, wow. She's so lucky. She's so pretty. Oh, I wish I had that. Oh, my God. She's so much more successful than I am. And she's so much younger than me. Oh, that jacket's cool. Ugh, her hair, it's so perfect. Her clothes, it's all so well-crafted. She's so put together. She just looks so stylish and it's so easy for her. My friends, (laughs) this is from one Instagram story. Literally one. One Instagram story and that is my brain. But now that I know that nothing is wrong with me, anytime you feel yourself in this very unproductive space of comparison, right? And it's going to happen. I think it happens if you spend more than, I don't know, I'm guessing here, but five minutes, like if we spend more than five minutes on Instagram or TikTok, you are going to be presented with thousands of opportunities to compare yourself. And your brain, because of its programming, is going to continue to compare, right? So if anybody's ever tried to convince you to just stop comparing, they're going to be like, that's like trying to ask you to stop being human. Like never going to happen. 
But when you can increase your awareness and really open up to a space of kind of curiosity, you'll start to see how, when left unmanaged, your brain is going to have a field day. Because your brain, being a human being, is wired for comparison. That is how we operate. That is how we consume information in the world. And it takes intention and awareness to actually use that mechanism, use the process of comparison to your advantage. I know that that sounds crazy, but I promise you this work is so powerful. Here's the thing. No matter how hard you try, the act of comparing is never going to go away, right? That is how we kind of come out of the box. That is what the instruction manual should tell us, that your primitive human brain is going to default to the areas where you and the thing that you're comparing Your brain, by default, is going to seek out the differences. This is what I call unproductive comparison. It's very unconscious. It's very default. It's very much doom scrolling. It's very much allowing your primitive brain to drive your behavior. I think it was Marie Forleo who came up with the phrase comparison slogger. (laughs) And like, if you guys... Went to college or university, I think. This is when we all did this. Why was this a good idea? Going to the bar and then everybody's like, shots, let's all have shots. It's like, oh, recipe for disaster. But Goldschlager was always one of those, like, you had to just grin and bear it. My friends, I don't even remember. I could Google it, but really, let's just not go back to those days. But like, this is not even a good idea on paper. Like, yeah, guys, let's all go to the pit. It was the name of our university pub. So go on a Thursday night and get completely shit-faced and have a few shots of Goldschlager. Like, why did we think that was a good idea? (laughs) I mean, I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. My university days, wow. Wow, guys. Like, so good. But I also want to introduce you, really dig into this concept of productive comparison like using comparison to your advantage. And this is like really understanding how you can take somebody else's business, somebody else's presentation, somebody else's life, somebody else's being, somebody else's wardrobe, their haircut, their food plan, how they parent their kids, whatever it is. You are allowed to compare yourself in a way that is actually productive. So using our primitive brain's default programming for comparison, but putting it to work for you, putting the comparison to work in a way that serves you, rather than allowing the default fear-based thinking to lead the way. It's always going to lead to inaction, as if there's some limited amount of opportunity, limited amount of potential, there's only so many customers that can go around. It's this idea that many of us unconsciously buy into that there is a set pie of potential, a set pie of possibility, and that there's only so much to go around. So that if somebody else opens up a business, that means that immediately we're clearly not going to have as much revenue. But the concept of productive comparison allows us to use somebody else's experience somebody else's story, somebody else's Instagram post, somebody else's business as a beacon for what's possible. Quite simply, if she can do it, so can I. 
it takes an awareness to intentionally choose to interpret the situation differently. If she can be an example, if she can create that business, if she can attract those clients, if she can do that kind of design, if she can have that kind of shop, if she can have that many Instagram followers, if she could be featured in that blog, if she can figure out how to use those ingredients, so can I. Allowing these other business owners, these people who are doing what we want to be doing, using them as a role model. And this really requires you to really intentionally shift your thinking, really becoming aware of what your default beliefs are and choosing on purpose to think something more empowering. It requires you to shift into a much more abundant, believing in the possibility, really believing in the infinite possibility of your own potential. And just you have to decide and you get to decide, right, that your favorite florist, your favorite farmer florist, your favorite business owner, because she was able to do it, it means it's possible for you too. And I promise you, it's not going to come out of your brain by default, right? Because your brain is programmed for negativity. But redirecting your brain and really learning how to think much more intentionally is so powerful, right? And I often think of one of the unexpected, possibly, outcomes of a global pandemic and everybody spending so much time in their own houses is the increased awareness, appetite for gardening, seed starting, you know, dahlia tubers, all of these things that are becoming much more mainstream that was such a niche in the past that more and more and more just like regular humans are wanting to and are really getting curious about learning about, right? And it's so easy for us to look at somebody like Erin from Florette and think, well, she's got the market cornered. I could never do that, right? She's famous. She has 11 billion followers. She has 1,800 books. She has it all sorted. There's no way I could make that happen. And it's so interesting about being able to talk to you guys inside of the program, inside of the boot camp, and really helping you reframe the possibilities. And it's so amazing how we can open ourselves to much more potential, how we can feel so much more empowered when we learn how to reframe the perspective. So even with the popularity of somebody like Erin from Florette, it's like, yes, she has built this business. And yes, she has lots of Instagram followers. And yes, she does an online course. And yes, she has books that are published, right? All true. And your brain is going to, if left unmanaged, it's going to want to use all of that to support the fact that you can't do it. She's already cornered the market. She's got it covered. But what you get to do through the process of productive comparison is intentionally decide, hey, thanks, Aaron. I really appreciate the fact that you've done all of this work, that you've tested this market, and that you've shown that there is an appetite for this idea. She's literally like done so much of the market research for us. And now it's like, huh, okay, well, that's great. Because here's the thing, Erin needs help, <laughs> right? She's selling out of Dahlia tubers. She cannot possibly cover the worldwide demand for Dahlia tubers. She's selling out of her seeds. She literally needs more farmer florists, 
more people who are interested in selling Dahlia tubers, who are interested in propagating their own seeds. She literally needs more of us to stand up and make it work. Like she needs help because Aaron and the Florette team cannot do it all by themselves. <laughs> but here's the thing to be aware of. Our fear-based brain is going to use Aaron as an example of, well, she's cornered the market on it, right? She's already done that, so I can't possibly do it. She's taken up that portion of the pie and there's no room for me. Productive comparison requires you to intentionally reframe that narrative. You get to decide to use Floret and all of the beauty that comes from that business as an example of what's possible. You get to see that she has actually been the person to kind of experiment and test this idea. And thank you, Erin, for testing this idea and showing us what's possible and pushing yourself out of the comfort zone and showing us that sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean you need to live in the biggest city or you need to have access to all of the distribution channels. You need to be able to do all of the things. But really being able to show us that as fellow business owners, huh, people want this. There is a demand. <laughs> and look at that. It looks like demand is increasing each year. Well, crap. Now we all need to get to work, right? We can use her business and her experience as an example for what's possible for ourselves. Productive comparison is so much more empowering. It really serves you and it serves your business because it really actually will skyrocket that whole process of overcoming the fear because... You can keep coming back and being like, well, seriously, though, like Aaron figured this out. Yes, Aaron has a team. Yes, Aaron started this multiple years ago. But I mean, she's also just a woman who is doing stuff. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy how much more helpful productive comparison is. Right. But it does take intention. It takes a new level of awareness and it takes really paying attention to what your brain is offering up. And I think it's a daily practice of becoming incredibly aware of your thinking, getting really curious, being fascinated about how your brain is reacting to what it's seeing. And 100%, the first thoughts and the first multiple thoughts that your brain is going to offer up is going to be negative. That is how our brain is programmed. And if you're anything like me, your brain's going to keep coming back and constantly like scanning the horizon and all of social media to continue to support the fact that Kathleen has told herself for 40 years, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be able to figure this out. So my brain is always on the lookout for all of you youngins, right? Well, she's smarter. She's prettier. She's cooler. She's got better hair. She's got better makeup. She's got a better wardrobe. Everything's better about her life. My life is imperfect because I am not good enough. <laughs> Like that is the internal dialogue that my brain offers up on repeat. But remember, you are a human being and you have the ability to actually reframe your thinking. You get to decide to think anything you want to think. So you get to flip the entire script around and reframe the story in a way that is helpful. But it requires energy, so your brain is not going to want to do it. You get to go out of your way to really sit down and find out what you and the people you are comparing yourself to, like, what do you two have in common? Literally. And this is going to sound so silly, but this is the level that you can get into. Because the other day I did this, right? And just looking at one of the people who I truly admire and I wrote down for myself, okay, what does that person and what do I have in common? I literally, here's what I started with. <laughs> one, she's a human being. 
She has two arms and she has two legs. She speaks English. She's kind of sort of near my age. She likes yoga. She likes nice things. She likes dogs. She has a podcast, right? And this energy and putting it towards finding the ways that you are similar to the business owners that you admire, to the people who are doing the things that you want to do is so helpful, but it takes intention. And it might sound really small, but it is actually so powerful because it really does shift your energy. And this is about truly building evidence for what is possible, building the belief that you can do this because somebody else has already paved the way. Redirecting your brain into a much more empowering and helpful thought process. Right. If we go back to the episode from a couple of weeks ago around the concept of like, what is thought work and really the idea of how to manage your mindset, the more I dig into the human brain, the more I understand the science of the human brain, the more I am so fascinated. And this is really about getting to the facts and understanding things like the neural pathways and gray matter and how your brain by default is programmed for negativity. You are not broken. There is nothing wrong with you. And really remembering that. In the world of social media, it's actually so empowering because you get to shift your own perspective, right? This whole idea of you could actually sit in your jammies at home and look at somebody else's business and intentionally decide that they are an example of what is possible, knowing that your brain is going to come back to and wants to really fight for the scarcity storyline as if. Aaron and the whole Florette team could serve the entire world and the entire population of every Dahlia tuber that is needed. (laughs) I don't think one business could do that. (laughs) So this is the thing though, right? Is you really need to do this with so much intention. And you can catch yourself in that comparison cycle, right? When you're on Instagram, you might be on TikTok or Facebook or wherever you're looking at somebody else's website. And you could just look at it and just watch your brain. It's going to go into the negative. It's going to go into the comparison. And if you're anything like me, it's going to go into the, I'm not good enough. I'll never be able to figure this out. But get back to basics, right? And remember, there's nothing wrong with you. That is your mismanaged brain, yet to be managed thought work. That is how your brain comes out of the box. You're a human being and you have a human brain. Your human brain is going to think something like 60,000 thoughts in the run of a day. The vast majority of them, like 90 to 95% of them are going to be negative. But when we can start to shift our thinking, right, really start to embrace this alternative perspective, this whole energy changes, your actions change, and you create a totally different result in your business, right? This is really about increasing your self-awareness and learning to embrace this amazing piece of technology that is the human brain learning to use it for you as opposed to allowing it to keep doing what it's doing without any management. Like the fact that we as human beings can think about what we're thinking about is just insane. And being able to use it to your advantage is incredibly powerful. Like I know for me, this is part of what fast tracks my growth and fast tracks our business. So I go out of my way to find somebody who's already done what I want to do I sit down and decide, here are all of the reasons that I know that I can build belief with myself around, she's already done this, she's a human being, she feels positive 50% of the time, she feels negative 50% of the time, she's got two arms, she's got two legs, if she can do it, so can I. And it does take energy. So here's a few super helpful questions to ask the next time you feel like you're stuck in that comparison spiral. Find somebody who is running a business, 
or living a life doing what you want to be doing, right? Find somebody who is doing what you want to be doing. Grab a pen and a piece of paper. Tell yourself and find all of the reasons, what skills, characteristics, resources, or potentially even faults, shortcomings, does that person have that you also have? And it might be, start with, she is a human. She has two arms and two legs. We speak the same language. She might kind of sort of be near your age. She might be interested in the same things that you're interested in. She's also a person, a real life human who has a human brain. If you go through this work, it's going to build so much more belief in the possibility. And instead of defaulting and kind of shrinking into the feeling insignificant, feeling not good enough, feeling small, you're going to be taking such a different line of action because you're going to feel so much more empowered, so much more motivated, so much more compelled to move forward. And then the steps that you take from that energy is going to be so different because anytime we feel small, we feel insignificant and we're in the like negative energy of unproductive comparison, nothing worthwhile is going to get done, right? You're not going to make any progress in your business or in your life. But when we can learn to kind of switch paths, switch roads, intentionally redirect our thoughts and decide, okay, right, because she's done it, that means that I can do it too. And borrow that belief from that person. So a couple of quick ways to know if you're in the productive comparison space or the unproductive comparison space, it's really going to come down to how you're feeling. If you're feeling disempowered, unworthy, insignificant, it's going to be an unproductive point of comparison. On the other hand, if you're feeling compelled, motivated, open, excited, capable, calm, you're going to be in a much more productive comparison space. So it really all comes down to feeling what it feels like for you and call yourself out. When you're in the unproductive comparison space, close your phone, get outside, do something to break up your routine and redirect your brain. Get back into that energy of because she can do it, so can I. She is simply an example of what is possible. She has shown that the world wants that kind of work. She has shown that the world wants that kind of design, that kind of product, that kind of service. Thank you for paving the way, dear random person on the internet. I can appreciate it. Now I am going to get to work for myself. And this does take energy, right? And don't be alarmed. Like the unproductive comparison is never going to go away. Like there is no way that your brain or my brain can fight with all of the psychologists, all of the money that our good friends at Facebook and the metaverse are throwing at social media. They're throwing money at it left, right, and center because they understand how our brain works more than we do. So every time you get on the app, like every single time you get on the app, it's probably going to end with a negative version of comparison. But you always have a choice. You can decide that those random people that you look up to on the internet those people who are doing what you want to do, they are an example of what is possible. Even, like you can do this with anybody that you find online. Like even the most uber famous people on the planet. You can literally sit down and decide that because Beyonce has figured out how to dominate the world, that you can do it too. It's so powerful. 
You get to borrow the belief. You get to use their experience as evidence for what is possible. And all of a sudden, you now have a new like virtual mentor to help you move forward and build your confidence. And you don't even have to meet with them or hang out with them in person. <laughs> like it's so cool that we get to do this. It's so cool that you could just find somebody on the internet, somebody who's doing the work that you want to do and decide that that means it's possible for you too. So the next time that you find yourself in the good old comparison schlogger, as Marie Forleo calls it on the grams, instead of just wishing that the comparison would go away, come back and remember that you have a choice. The negative thought spiral is normal. It is where your brain wants to go, but you can pause for a minute. You can get curious. And instead of letting your brain go down the like deep, dark hole of I'm not good enough, I think we have all practiced that thought pattern enough for all of humanity and that you get to redirect your brain and get to work on finding all the ways that you and this person whose work you admire, whose business you admire, whose life you admire, whatever it is, find all the ways that you are similar and use that as your stepping stone for what's possible in your business. And don't beat yourself up when the comparison comes back in, because I think every single time we log on to Instagram, it's going to happen. But just remember, you now have the tools to redirect it. You have the tools to make it better. And you get to use somebody else's business experience as evidence for what's possible. So go out there, make your comparison productive, my friends. Make some money, make some magic. Drive safe. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.